Welcome to Emily Rose Meditations. I'm your host, Emily, and today we'll be engaging Julian of Norwich to help us enjoy Jesus as our godly mother. This is the 58th chapter of Julian of Norwich's long text entitled Revelations of Divine Love. Take a deep breath, and wherever you are, let your shoulders relax, let your attention settle, and I invite you to open your heart to these words. Just as he is eternal since before time began, so God, the Holy Trinity, who is everlasting being, purposed eternally to make mankind whose fair nature was first assigned to his own son, the second person of the Trinity. And so, when he wished, with the full agreement of the whole Trinity, he made us all at once, and in our making he bound and united us to himself, a union through which we are kept as pure and noble as we were made. By the power of the same precious union, We love our maker and please him, praise him, thank him, and endlessly rejoice in him. And this work that goes on continually in every soul that shall be saved is the godly will mentioned previously. And so in our making, God Almighty is our father by nature, and God all wisdom is our mother by nature along with the love and goodness of the Holy Ghost. And these are all one God, one Lord. And in this binding and union, he is a real and true bridegroom. And we, his loved bride and his fair maiden, a bride with whom he is never displeased. For he says, I love you and you love me and our love shall never be divided. I considered the operation of all the Holy Trinity, and in doing so, I saw and understood these three properties. The property of fatherhood, the property of motherhood, and the property of lordship, all in one God. In our Almighty Father, we are sustained and blessed so far as our essential nature is concerned, which belongs to us through our making since before time began. And in the second person, who is intellect and wisdom, we are sustained as far as our sensory being, our redemption and our salvation are concerned for he is our mother, brother, and savior. And in our good Lord, the Holy Ghost, we have our reward and recompense for our living and suffering and endless surpassing of all we desire comes from his marvelous generosity, his great and abundant grace. For our whole life falls into three parts. In the first we exist, In the second, we grow, and in the third, we are completed. The first is nature, the second is mercy, the third is grace. As for the first, I saw and understood that the great power of the Trinity is our Father, and the deep wisdom of the Trinity is our Mother, 
and the great love of the Trinity is our Lord. And we have all this by nature and in our essential being. And furthermore, I saw that as the second person is mother of our essential being, so that same well-loved person has become mother of our sensory being. For God makes us double as essential and sensory beings. Our essential being is the higher part, which we have in our Father, God Almighty. And the second person of the Trinity is our mother in nature and in our essential creation, in whom we are grounded and rooted. And he is our mother in mercy, in taking on our sensory being. And so our mother, in whom our parts are kept unparted, works in us in various ways. For in our mother, Christ, we profit and grow. And in mercy, he reforms and restores us. And through the power of his passion and his death and rising again, he unites us to our essential being. This is how our mother mercifully acts to all his children who are submissive and obedient to him. And grace works with mercy, and in two ways especially, as has been shown, work which belongs to the third person, the Holy Ghost. He works by giving and by rewarding. The rewarding is a generous gift of truth, which the Lord offers to those who have labored. And the giving is a courteous action, which he freely and graciously perfects, surpassing all that humankind deserves. Thus, we have our being in our Father, God Almighty, and in our Mother, through mercy, we have our reformation and restoration, and our parts are united, and all is made perfect man. And by the generosity and gracious gift of the Holy Ghost, we are made complete. And our essential being is our Father, God Almighty, and it is our Mother, God All-Wise, and it is our Lord, the Holy Ghost, God of all goodness. For our essential being is whole in each person of the Trinity, which is one God, and our sensory being is only in the second person, Christ Jesus, in whom are the Father and the Holy Ghost. And in him and by him, we are powerfully raised from hell and out of the wretchedness of earth and gloriously brought up into heaven and blessedly united to our essential being increased in riches and nobility by all the virtue of Christ and by the grace and operation of the Holy Ghost. There's this analogy based on a zoological mistake from the ancient world that offers a window on how it is that Jesus is our mother. In antiquity, it was believed that the pelican mother would pierce her own body to feed her young on her blood. It's why pelicans are depicted in churches and medieval manuscripts. They were seen as an analogy 
for Jesus's sacrifice, how he gave himself up to be pierced for the life of his own beloved offspring. This illustration both emphasizes Jesus's choice in the actions that he took to let himself be given up to die, and also in the tender love for us, which Julian is always highlighting, not least through the sacred heart of Jesus. Thank you for joining me today. The peace of Christ be with you.